Heyo, this is what I say about snow in April. It's only happened seven times in New York City over the past 50 years, so thankfully we're out of that crap. If you had no idea what I'm talking about, you've probably never heard this podcast before, or it's not the podcast for you. Welcome to Logically I Hate. Welcome back to Logically I Hate. I'm here with Drew Shapiro. Hi. The man, the myth, the legend, um, who you probably saw singing uh, Revenge, killing it out there. And uh, yeah, you're welcome, bud. And um, today we're going to be talking about censorship, but definitely on a lower level because as um, both Caucasian males in Westchester. I mean, you know, uh, living in Russia and in China, it's kind of pretty rough, you know. (laughs) But... In, in actuality, though, we don't experience very bad censorship, but there's definitely times where you can't actually say stuff that you theoretically would want to say in different companies. So, uh, is there any time that this has uh, affected you, Drew? Yeah. Uh, you know, at a school, you know. Do you have any examples? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, there's this, uh, class. It's, uh... So, uh, this teacher, you know, uh, her name is, uh... You don't have to drop names, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, so, um... I just wanted to, uh, for studio projects, you know, with all the studio projects teachers, who could it be, really? But I wanted to just, you know, make a little animation where at the end, you know, guy gets punched in the face. Fight scene. (laughs) Pretty classic fight scene stuff. And she was like, no. And then I was like, look, I remember showing her a, a clip from Adventure Time, which, if you haven't heard of Adventure Time, which she hasn't, it is a show intended for children. A very good show. Yeah, very good show. One of my favorites. The adventure did end, which is the sad part. Yeah. But I showed her a fight scene from that, which she said was a tad too violent. <laughs> which is funny, since that is intended for children... Starting at elementary school. And is animated. Yeah. And is only includes one real person. So. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, what I did instead was... Well, I, I made the punch. I just um, censored it myself. What I did was I made it so that right before the fist contacts the face at the end, cuts to a little crayon drawing of the two getting... Uh, coffee together, which is something I think she suggested. Uh, just have have them get coffee and you know, sort out their issues. Did she want that to be the censorship, or she just wanted no fighting at all, just a coffee trip? Oh yeah, she she didn't want the any kind of like physical violence or anything. So that was like her funny little suggestion to why don't they just work out their problems, you know, sort them out. Get some oh, for coffee. coffee? See, I did a little crayon drawing, and then it's gonna be playing some like, uh, you know, like a lullaby kind of music. There's like a rainbow behind them. <laughs> Some nice bright green grass, blue sky, and they're smiling and happy. I mean, what could be. I, obviously, that's a good way to censor a, a punch, I guess. Definitely not how she intended, but I like your more. I'm definitely with you on the more sarcastic approach, because all of the listeners will know that I'm not sarcastic at all, and I'm a very straightforward person. But I can definitely relate to that from uh, working as a barista at Taza. If I ever, if someone ever says, asks a question that's a little over the line, like, 
There's this woman who brings her own milk because she refuses to pay the extra 75 cents that we offer, that we charge for almond milk because almond milk's expensive. So she brings her own milk and she's like, use this because I refuse to pay that for almond milk. And then, um, yeah, so I can't respond to her. Hey, it's 75 cents. If you can afford to bring your own milk and be a b about it, you can afford to, I don't know, pay 75 cents. So I can't say that to her. I mean, you know, government, you know, poisoning our milk supply. That's a good point. That's a good point. The government is totally poisoning the milk supply. Um, <laughs> we really can't say that on here, too. That's a good censorship thing. Um, I mean, this is... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Illuminati's gonna come for us, and they're... They don't want people to know. Don't tell anyone that they're poisoning the milk supply. Don't Yeah, don't tell anyone on this, uh, this podcast that I'm going to share around with a lot of people. And, uh... <laughs> these are the types of things that we... Of course, Drew and I are joking about, but there are real people out there, especially on the wink, internet. Wink, yeah. Wink, there's wink, no, yes. There's no poison in the milk. There's no poison in the milk. <laughs> there's definitely real people out there as a uh, internet connoisseur such as yourself on uh, on TikTok and uh, oh, many other oh, social media platforms. You can vouch that there are people out there that actually believe some of these concerning, should-be-censored ideas. Yeah. Have you ever seen something like that? I mean, you see stuff like that all the time, and you're, you know. In what? That's, that's just like the tip of the iceberg. I don't know. I just see stuff around, screenshots. I guess not as much sort of in the origin point, but stuff that's been screenshotted and shared around. And it's like like flat earthers or like Illuminati, like. Um, I saw one that I was I was looking at a thing the other day. About a guy who thought the game Silent Hill was actually about circumcision. <laughs> That's I. I don't. I don't understand how he could make that jump. Do you have any hypotheses on that? It was something about you know I haven't played Silent Hill, but it was something about. It's like a like, horror game. Yeah. Something about how uh, the the protagonist being circumcised as a child kind of like started his uh, bad behavior. Since this person also, be- it, it was kind of the person just um. Rallying against tr- circumcision, uh, something about how there were like skin things or something in the game, and those were uh, allegor allegory for foreskins. And there was like like a worm monster. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's that's the type of thing that you usually don't share um, publicly. But this guy, this guy decided to just share that around. Yeah, that's what I love about the internet. Yeah, well, that's Fine. true. Do you think he'd say that in real life though? I hope so. You hope so? I hope he has to go home. <laughs> you ju- he's the type of guy that has like a big sign, the end is near, Cir- yeah. Silent Hill's about c- circumcision. hope he has the confidence, you know? It's really just about, you know, fighting he's for what you believe in. <laughs> standing on like a cardboard box in the middle of Times Square yelling out that Silent Hill's about circumcision. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's more, um, like, taboo things to talk about, like, in real life or on the internet? How so? Like, I like, mean, the, obviously there's the idea that, like, you're behind a screen, you can say anything you want on the internet, but do you think people's radar is more up on, like, online? Like, they're more weary of, um, <laughs> saying, like, taboo things, like, talking about, um, like, the Illuminati in, like, a serious way, or, like, flat earthers, like, do you think that's something that people are more concerned about in real life or online? 
I mean, I think you you are being like the difference is that you are being recorded online is that that's going to be saved somewhere. In real life that's not going to necessarily be true. So you think people censor themselves less in real life? Not necessarily. I guess it depends on the how incriminating <laughs> I could see it kind of depends on whether you're someone that's in the public eye. Cuz now it's like now everything someone says because of the internet and because of like just things like Twitter and Instagram people are posting these things everything people say can just be held up to so much more scrutiny so people do it kind of is people do have to be a little more careful so you you think that censoring yourself is probably the best way to go in that circumstance I mean depends on who you want to be working with you know if you want to be want to be working at some like big studio or something but they're trying to keep a good public image then PR you probably don't want to yeah probably don't, probably don't want to go out saying something offensive you know that's true um i can definitely yeah that makes sense <laughs> it makes sense not to ruin your own and your company's image but i mean if you're like a if you're some kind of like self-funded radical <laughs> you know you got you're like an alex jones kind of thing or you say you got like a Patreon, you got some supporters, you know, go for it. <laughs> yeah, if you're go if... on a 3 a.m. Twitter rampage about your views on minorities. You know? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so, so from your point, from your own point of view for or censoring yourself, it definitely depends on like your own circumstances. But what about like if somebody else is just like spitting slander? It's like something you don't want to hear. It's maybe even taboo in American society. How do you like deal with? either dismissing that or trying to calm that person down. I mean, it's better to let them say it than to shut them up. Like, it's better to not, it's better if they're not censored because that's just gonna kind of make them angrier and uh, make them do it in private. At least, you know, when people are, are saying it in public, then you know, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna avoid that person now because they said that thing <laughs> versus if they weren't allowed to, they would just have to think it and no one would know. Thank you, Drew, for being here. And do you have any other uh, last words on the idea of like censoring yourself or being in a situation where someone's saying something uh, possibly taboo, how, how you should deal with that? If someone says something that you think is wrong, just tell them in a calm manner because if you just get angry at them, that won't solve too much, probably. I mean, I, what do I know? <laughs> I mean, you're you're clearly the expert on this because I only get experts on my show, unless you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to know. So, uh, I, I I thank you, Mr. Shapiro. Uh, not not Ben Shapiro, but uh, Drew Shapiro for being here with me today. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, can we get Ben Shapiro next time? Uh, yeah, I'd have to. You know, all us Shapiros are connected. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> yep. Um. So thank you, Drew, for being here and talking about uh, speaking your mind with me. And for any listeners, this has been a slightly shorter but still a great episode of Logically I Hate. Because, again, I forgot to say Logically I Hate, but we can both logically hate other people slandering or just censorship of ourselves. So that isn't warranted, at least. Wow, I'm convoluted. That's what this show's about. See you next time.